We know Caleb Dahlgren for being a member of the Humboldt Broncos. You might know Caleb Dahlgren for Crossroads, which he has written. Caleb Dahlgren also has type 1 diabetes and is going to be part of an event here in London. In fact, the keynote speaker of an event here in London, Coming Together for Diabetes, which is being put on by St. Joseph's Healthcare. And we're lucky enough to be able to speak with Caleb Dahlgren right now. Caleb, how are things going? Things have been great on my end. Right now I'm at Canadian Memorial Chiropractic College in Toronto and writing exams coming up next week. So I'm just looking forward to that. I'm right where I want to be and I'm so happy and excited to be a chiropractor all said and done after another three years, I guess, three and a half years after this. But uh, yeah, I can't wait. This is the stuff that I love and I definitely found my niche in this passion. Hey, that's fantastic. Did you know going in what it would take to become a chiropractor in terms of how many years of schooling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew since I was 13 that this was like the road I wanted to go. So I was, my whole plan was to go play hockey, get a scholarship through it, and then after that, play professionally overseas. Then once that was done, then go to school to become a chiropractor. So I had this long-winded plan of how it all worked out and i guess i just fast tracked skip the pro hockey aspect so yeah i knew this was the perfect profession for me since i was a young kid i tried looking at other ones as well but this one just became the definite answer now you've been able to be at york university and have even been able to dress for games be a part of the opening ceremonies on the ice, obviously that was that was a dream of yours as well, but tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like for you. Yeah, when I was at York, it was, first off, I was just so thankful to even be at York. Like, the fact that they verbally committed to me before the crash, then after the crash, they upheld their commitment and still offered me a spot to be a lion was truly some that I'll never take for granted. I'm still grateful for it to this day. And so when I went there, we were actually able to get me out there practicing and working out the team. I never took any contact. And then I'd go out for some ceremonial face-offs or warm-ups. I think I was five for five on face-offs. So I have a 100% face-off percentage. Um, and warm-ups, I got a couple goals. So if you want to count that, um, and even one game, they gave me a goal by accident. And it was on the website for a little bit. And then they changed it after the second period. So, um, yeah, I can say I scored my first OUA goal, but it was our assistant captain, Morgan Messenger. He was number 15, I was number 16. And, uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool to have that experience. But it was really nice of them to still honor my Dahlgren's Diabetes program and still even, like, include me in on the Mark Cross nights that we had. Um, so that was really special for sure. I was very grateful to be a Lion and always will be. Caleb Dahlgren joining us as we catch up on a lot of different things. You've been able to write a book in the last, I don't know, I don't know how long it takes to write a book. I don't know when that started. When, when did it start? <laughs> yeah, so books typically take uh, like two to four years. And I wrote it within the last year. So I started in January of 2020 and finished it December 2020. And so it just took one year and I went hard at it, almost too hard, but to the point where I wanted to make it so heartfelt and I was so in the moment, I wanted to make sure my energy and enthusiasm remained throughout the entire process. 
that was hence the reason for me doing it a little faster throughout that time. And also because of COVID, COVID helped speed it up too. So I think it was a win-win for sure. And I was lucky enough to have Dan Robson as my co-author help me organize everything and get my thoughts to paper. Um, and yeah, I'm just so grateful to be able to share my story to so many people and make an impact. Because that's the whole idea. That's the reason why I wanted to do it was to help other people. So I'm donating a portion of proceeds to Stars Air Ambulance, who helped save lives on April 6, 2018 and save lives every day. And then I'm also raising awareness through different topics such as hope, family resilience, but even more so like mental health, physical health, emotional health, grief, death, perception, um, lots of different aspects in the book. And I wanted anyone who picked it up to connect with it. So it's been pretty amazing. Well, the book is called Crossroads, My Story of Tragedy and Resilience as a Humboldt Bronco. And that's part of what you'll be able to bring to the event on November 4th, Coming Together for Diabetes. And you mentioned the diabetes aspect of your life as well. I mean, you have lived with type 1 diabetes since the age of four and yet made it to such a high level playing hockey. It's something we'll get to in just a moment as we talk with Caleb Dahlgren. Caleb, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like to have to or to get the opportunity to tell a story that has a lot of loss to it, tell a story that that has a lot of tragedy to it, and, and it's something that you're asked to do quite a bit. What has that been like for you? In regards to my diabetic journey or like the Broncos journey? In regards to to the Broncos journey and, and some of the things that do come up. Yeah, it definitely hasn't been easy per se, and especially I wrote about it in my book um, right after the crash, I was able to get released and did my first interview. And the only thing I wanted to do in my interview was say thank you. I want to say thank you to the entire world. I wanted to broadcast across all of the world, wherever it was going to be shown, and that people knew I was grateful for their support, and I said thank you. And so I read off a huge two lists of just names, people, things. And then after that, they asked a couple more questions, and that got the second part of them asking more questions got aired. And then it wasn't my thank you. And so that was like, kind of like, it was hurt me a bit. Like, not gonna lie, it hurt me because I wanted to say thank you. And so then after that, I did one more interview to say thank you. And they did, they read my list out and it was all good. And then after that, we had the marketing uh, team come up to me and talk to me and say, hey, we had a PR marketing organization helping us out because it was pretty chaotic afterwards. And um, came, talked to me and said, hey, like, you got to take on this role. Um, we really need you to step up in this. You are a leader for the team. We need you to be a leader now. You've had experiences with speaking engagements due to your diabetes work in the past. Um, you've done lots of interviews with diabetes in the past. And we think that you could handle this role. And I didn't really want the role at all, <laughs> to be honest. Didn't want to talk. Um, didn't really feel like I was emotionally ready for it either, but I stepped up to it and said, you know, I'll do it for the other people who aren't able to, and I get bombarded with requests as well. And so I did that, and that was really difficult, not to lie. It was hard, um, but it was nice in a sense where I look back on it now, and it was really cathartic too. Yes, it was extremely hard talking about the 16 who aren't here, but reliving their memories and honoring them also helped me heal too. So it was 
kind of a double-edged sword when I look back at it. At the time, it was really difficult. But now looking back, it did help me heal. And so today, I don't really share their story. I share my story. And I think we all have our own stories on that bus. And even Crossroads is just one story of 29 for that day. So everybody has their own story, and that's just one. And I like to share my story to hopefully inspire other people through the tough times in their life. Well, Caleb is going to be able to share that story as part of Coming Together for Diabetes, which is a virtual event happening on November the 4th. Caleb, of course, a survivor of the Humboldt Broncos bus crash. And Caleb, we touched on it before, the fact that you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 4. And then to be able not just to play hockey, but to become an excellent hockey player, to make it to the level that you made it to. How challenging was that in, I guess, early childhood? Yeah. So I got down, like you said, at the age of four. And at the time, there really wasn't much awareness around type 1 diabetes like there is now. And it was strictly like poking your finger, drawing blood, and putting it on a test strip. So everybody saw blood, and they associated diabetes with blood, and that you would die. Like, because the name does say die. <laughs> so, like, it has that aspect. People thought you would die from it. And it was extremely, like, life-altering. And it is extremely life-altering. But you still can live your life to the fullest. And you still can pursue your passions. And diabetes is not to get in your way. And so I've had had coaches growing up that would question me or ask if I was even capable of playing at the elite level I was playing at and how I was doing it and how would I be able to maintain it for the future of my career. Um, but there really wasn't that personal gap. Too. People were like, oh, yeah, Bobby Clark. And Bobby Clark was an idol in the diabetic world and really was a trailblazer. But he wasn't in that era of me growing up. His era was before me. So you always just heard of Bobby Clark. And even at the time, like, there was no YouTube. And so, like, you couldn't just look him up and watch his highlights or watch what he did. Um, there would be some of those old gameplay classics that would come on. Hmm. But I didn't ever really watch those. So I think for me, it was, like, having that influence and i wanted that so that's why i started dollar's diabetes was to help those diabetics but growing up there was some challenges for sure and i think even while we talking about it on november 4th it's just about how there are challenges but we got to find the positives in those challenges and one of the ones is how we're so independent and how we're mentally tough we're built different than other people so you had to deal with more situations than other people do you had to become way more responsible and independent and accountable because if we don't give ourselves insulin our blood sugars go up and we have an unhealthy night or if we give us too much insulin we have a low blood sugar we have a seizure and that could be horrible too so we have we have the accountability aspect of being a diabetic that i think can transcend into sports and so that's why I've had so many great mentors and coaches, but I think part of it also is being a diabetic has helped me be elite and succeed at the levels I have succeeded at. Well, that is fantastic. Now, as a young player, how long did it get used to the fact that you had to be way more accountable than your teammates and you had to know, okay, I'm, I'm not feeling quite right. Here's what we need to do about it. Here's who I need to tell. How challenging was that as, as a really young player? Yeah, it was challenging for sure, but I was fortunate enough to have my dad who would help out on the bench or he'd be our manager, so he would be around. Um, and I'd always do stuff one step ahead. I always take like the extra steps. So I'd have snacks on me at all times. I'd have a juice box or a Gatorade on the bench or Powerade. 
um, some kind of sport, drink with lots of carbohydrates. I'd always try to be prepared for the worst case scenario so that the worst case scenario didn't happen. I could catch it in time. And so I check my blood sugar during periods. Um, I even come off sometimes on a shift when I was young and there were no periods and I just checked my blood sugar on the side of the bench. Um, and it was like, you it looked at differently. And that was a tough part about it was that it was something that people could see and it wasn't always they could see because sometimes you can't see it. But when you do physically check your blood sugar, everybody can see that. And there's always questions like, what is that? What are you doing? Are you okay? Is it hurt? And those things happen, but it's just natural. And they, people ask because they care. They don't ask to make you feel weird about it. They just ask because they care. They're curious. And for me, that's why I try to teach my diabetes now is that when people do ask them those kind of things, they're just curious. They're not trying to be rude. They're not trying to just like not tell them that they're telling they're ugly or beautiful, not beautiful, like that kind of thing. It's more just they're curious. And so at that time, for me, it was hard. And you'd have certain situations that I like to talk about on November 4th where people would like, make you feel not beautiful and for me that was one of the things that i've always tried to do with this disease is try to turn something negative into something positive so um i'd say you have to be open and talk to your coaches and just be honest and aware with everybody and a good point about it is that you have to teach others about it and raise awareness too coming together for diabetes happens on november the 4th for more information you can visit the saint joseph's healthcare website sjhc.london .on.ca. Caleb, you have so many important stories, and the fact that you're willing to tell them, the fact that you're as open as you are, we all have to give you a big thank you for that. Thank you for this. All the best. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to November 4th. Thanks again. You are welcome. Take care. That's Caleb Dahlgren, one of the great ones, honestly. He is somebody that has so many stories that can be helpful to all of us and he's so open about talking about everything again go to the st joseph's healthcare website or google st joseph's healthcare and caleb dahlgren again it's sjhc.london.on.ca and you can just scroll down and you will see coming together for diabetes or google coming together for diabetes because that is going to be a tremendous night to be able to hear more from caleb dahlgren we just scratched the surface he can go in so many different directions and tell so many different things that at the end of the night you just think, I'm glad I heard more from him.